Work-life balance is always a big topic when talking to women who want to have it all. They want a family, a fulfilling relationship, a career or a business that they love, hobbies that light them up. But if we're being honest, which we are always, I personally think work-life balance is BS. And in this episode, I'm breaking down exactly why, and I'm giving you a better way to truly get everything that you want. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Goal Get It podcast. I'm your host, Erin Hayworth. You're in the right place if you're an online women entrepreneur who is tired of constantly hustling, but you're still not reaching those big business and life goals. Each week, I'll share effective strategies for building, running, and up-leveling your profitable business, productivity hacks to help you maximize your limited time and energy, and some guidance on exactly how to tailor all that advice specifically to you and your business so you can start taking action on it immediately. So are you ready to dive in? I will be the first to admit that I have taken some heat for saying that work-life balance is BS and not everyone agrees with me, which is perfectly fine. I am an Enneagram 8. I am a challenger. I am completely willing to have an opinion that other people don't necessarily agree with. I am very decisive. I can take information in and make decisions. And this particular topic comes from a combination of my experience and having conversations with other people. Okay. I've lived the attempts at trying to balance being a mom and a wife and a housekeeper and a career woman and an online entrepreneur, a business owner, all the things, right. And the seemingly endless roles that I inhabit in my life, you know, somebody that works out, somebody that eats well, like all of these different things. I've been there. I've done that. And I've tried to balance all the different things. And I've found that balance doesn't work. And the reason why is because balance is an impossible standard. Just like perfectionism is an impossible standard, balance is an impossible standard. Because it implicates that the scales are not moving. That you get them to a certain point and then they just stay there. And that the pieces are perfectly still. It suggests equal amounts of energy, time, resources are necessary and that Work and life are opposing. They're on two sides of a circle, directly opposing one another. Two things that you must choose between in any given time. It basically pits your work and everything else about you against each other. It's like work's on the left side. Everything else, what you consider your life, is on the right side. And when that happens, it's really no wonder that it creates more tension and unrealistic expectations than it does solve a problem. And this idea of work-life balance also suggests that there are just two parts of you, the work side and the everything else part of it, as if your work isn't part of your life and that there isn't more to you than a blanket life category. So if work-life balance isn't the goal, then what is? Well, it's harmony. Because harmony means that all aspects are working together, part of a larger, big picture vision. Think about it as like a choir of voices. Each one is a distinct sound that's moving all the time. But all those pieces together 
support one another, and create something greater than the sum of its parts. So rather than trying to balance the different aspects of who you are and keep them stable and making sure that nothing gets out of balance, you are going to work to make sure that they're all successful on their own and working together. It isn't about tempering and and mitigating who you are and trying to shove all of that into a specific number of hours in a week that equals to the number of hours you have for work or trying to shove it into an acceptable framework that other people deem quote unquote acceptable. It's about making sure that you feel comfortable in all the aspects of who you are and that each aspect is getting the resources that it needs for you to feel satisfied in each area. We don't live in a vacuum. At any given time, you are a living, breathing thing, and so are your responsibilities. So are the things that you're doing. And so using this idea of harmony, it gives movement to those things. It gives play and it it gives space to recognize that you're always growing and changing, that all of these things are going to work together, and that it's not about somebody else's definition or framework as to what's acceptable. It's about, are you creating the life that is truly going to help you feel fulfilled, right? So when I say it's making sure that each aspect is getting the resources it needs for you to feel satisfied, notice I use satisfied as the measure and not success, because often we adopt, even, even if I'm like, define your own success or make your own definition of success, we often adopt other people's definitions of success or societal definition of success and compare our lives to that scale. For example, I actually did an exercise with my husband whenever he set out to create his 2022 goals earlier this year. I went through and I asked him, how satisfied he was with each aspect of his life, his career, his focal relationship, which is our marriage, family, friends, fun or recreation, finances, health, and then spirituality and growth. And as an Enneagram 9, the peacemaker that he is, and also someone who hadn't previously been exposed to this concept, he found himself continuously going back to how successful he was on someone else's scale in each of these aspects. He would say to me, well, I feel like I'm not actually spending any time on spirituality, so I would give it a one or a three or something like that. And in saying things like that, it indicates how successful you are or what other people, it wasn't about how satisfied he was. He might be completely satisfied with the fact that he's not dedicating any time to his spirituality, but that's not what he was measuring it on despite my asking him how satisfied he was. It's about trying to put other people's expectations aside and ask, how satisfied am I truly with this? Now, we talked about other people's expectations in episode 65, which is all about that sneaky little should word. So if you want a little bit more help on how to sidestep the shoulds and other people's definitions of success, go take a listen to episode 65 because it can be a hard habit to break. But if you're intentionally practicing thinking about what the difference is between satisfaction and a quote-unquote objective measure of success and how or or what it is exactly that feeds into you feeling satisfied, 
That's what's going to make the difference. Understanding what each aspect needs to be, what, what growth in each particular aspect of it is who you are needs to be in order for you to feel satisfied rather than trying to measure it quote unquote objectively, right? That's what's going to make the difference. For example, I always do better with examples. For example, if you are single or maybe even divorced and are completely satisfied, you are happy with being single, you are happy with being divorced, you are loving the single life, you have no desire to change your focal relationship situation, if I asked you how satisfied you are, you would rate that high, maybe an eight or even a 10, right? Whereas someone on the outside or you trying to explain to someone on the outside what you would rate your focal relationship as, or if somebody else was doing it, they might rate you a one or a two because it doesn't exist. Do you see the difference between satisfaction and quote unquote success? In the end, it isn't about giving equal resources to all aspects of yourself or even spending a certain number of hours at work and at home, which is what work-life balance has come to mean. It's about creating a life that you love, a life that you can be proud of. And seeing yourself as a complex human with different hobbies, interests, passions, roles, and desires is the first step into creating what it is that you truly want, which is a harmonious life that supports you being you. That's why I believe work-life balance is not always the best thing to strive for. I I personally strive for harmony because it gives me a framework that is more aligned with what I'm trying to create. I always like to end each and every episode with an action step that you can take right now to help you move forward and begin to implement immediately. And here is your action step for this episode. I want you to complete the life satisfaction exercise. I'm going to walk you through it right now. It's pretty simple, but just like I did for my husband, it might be something that you have to really understand why you're giving the answers that you're giving. Okay. So for each of the following aspects that I'm getting ready to list, I want you to rate yourself on a scale of one to 10 in terms of satisfaction, how satisfied you are. Okay. One being not satisfied at all. If you're somewhere in the middle, like a five or six, you're moderately satisfied, meaning feel pretty good about it, but you would like more growth to make you feel more satisfied, or you would like more focus in that aspect to make you feel more satisfied. And then 10 being over the moon, couldn't be any better satisfied. Okay. So here are the different aspects that I want you to rate your career, work, or business. So that's one, your focal relationship, your spouse, your boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, your partner, focal relationship, your family, your friends or support group, right? fun and recreation, finances, health and well-being, and spirituality slash growth. So go ahead and go through and rate one through 10 on satisfaction for each of those aspects of your life. And then take a look at which aspects that you rated between one and six. Those are the aspects that you may need to spend a bit more attention and resources on, but it's not as cut and dry as that. You have to use your own discernment to decide, is this the best use of my time right now? It can be right now. It can be in the coming weeks, the coming months, or even an entire year. 
All right. And then head on over to Instagram and DM me what one aspect you feel completely satisfied about and what one aspect you feel like could use a little bit more work. Okay. I'm at ms.aaron.hayworth on Instagram. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to check out the Goal Get It podcast. If you never want to miss an episode, hit subscribe to make sure you're the first to get your new episode every single week. And if you'd like to connect outside your headphones, head on over and send me a DM at miss.aaron.hayworth on Instagram. I can't wait to chat with you more. Chat soon.